Hey, I'm Jen. In life, I've learned that adversity is a stranger to no one. The way we cope is a huge indicator of our character. We want to make choices from confidence, empowerment, and trust instead of letting our circumstances control us. Let's talk about how. Ugh, you guys, I did that thing again. (laughs) I made sure that I clicked onto the right setting for my USB microphone. And then for whatever reason, when I went in to record, I guess I'd forgotten that I'd already done that. And I went to select the microphone and I selected the wrong one. So it's like, why did I just undo what I already had selected? So pretty annoying, but I don't want to re-record. So hopefully the audio is acceptable. And you've heard this all before anyway. So this is episode why you've heard this before. Hello, we are getting near the end. Wow, just this episode and the next one, and then I will be taking a break. So let's just get right into it. First is seeing the emotion, of course. We're going to start out with resentment. I can already relate to this listener. This listener sent in that she'd seen a poll. It was from last year, but still completely relevant, and it said, women say they do most of the chores and childcare. And she said, does anyone else feel frustrated about this topic? This is something I've struggled with feeling resentful with for a while. Maybe counseling is the answer. Does anyone have a way they cope, accept this, or have changed things in their relationship to equal out the responsibility? And this was a, a post on Facebook. And many people commented and We'll unpack this more next season in the relationships aspect, but I could relate. I've been there in the beginning of my marriage. I felt those things and just over time with thought work and changing my perspective and having conversations about it, it's gotten better. Nothing's really changed per se, but I do feel a lot better about the topic. So that's something we'll unpack, but I can feel you there that is a hard emotion to feel resentment. On the contrary, the next one is content. And I felt this during my favorite things party that I hosted a while ago. I love hosting events and planning them and having them, as you know by now. But I was sitting there at this party and looking around and I just felt content. And I love when that happens. It, it comes to me every so often and I just relish in that moment. Just feeling content. Nothing needed, nothing wanted, just enjoying the moment. And the last one for this week is money. Things were a little tight for us this month. We had our quarterly HOA fees due and, you know, utilities and all the other things that come out and it just all came at the beginning of the month and it was a little bit tight before Jared got paid. And next month, we have our car insurance due. We pay it annually so that we can get a cheaper rate on the premium. But then that means it's all up front that we have to pay. So, yikes, it's a little scary. I have to remind myself sometimes that I'm poor. I, I have a very abundant mindset with money, and I think we've talked about this before, but I have to remind myself that we don't have money to buy certain things, and that's hard for me because I love spending money. Anyway... We will get over it. This too shall pass. Oh yeah, so my emotion there, I guess, was probably stressed, worried, surprised. Those types of 
joking. Okay, my list for the week is... Ugly number dates. To me, I feel like there are certain dates that are ugly, but that might just be me. And the reason I put the word date in there is because other times these numbers don't seem quote-unquote ugly to me, but for whatever reason, with dates, they just don't like them. So, for me, they're like 9, 19, 29. All the ones with 9s in them, I just, they're just not quite the next perfect number. I feel really lucky that I was born on the 30th because that's a nice, round, perfect number. Uh... But yeah, those nines, it's like they're almost there, but not quite. The next number is 21, and maybe it's along the same lines because it's just past a good number. 21, I don't know, it just seems so odd, so weird, which I know one is odd, but the next number is 22, and that's an even number, and still I think it's ugly and odd and weird, so it's not necessarily odd numbers, though the nines are odd numbers, but anyway, that was a really random, weird list, and... Maybe you have something quirky that you don't like, but <laughs> those ugly number dates are the ones that come to mind this week. Okay, I was asking my husband what I should do for letter Y, and he said to do a season review, and I really liked that, and I was a little more organized this season, which I'm thanking myself for now, and I have my podcast outlines on a Word document, so I'm able to just go through and kind of review the season with you. That was really helpful. I went through and highlighted some different things, but yeah, season two, I don't think I recorded at all. Season one, I think I have a couple random paper copies of, so if there's any season to do a review on, it's this one so far. So let's go all the way back to letter A, act accordingly. And in this episode, we talked a lot about being the person you want to be and acting like that. And if you practice that and pursue that, eventually you'll become that person. So a quote from that episode is, do something today that your future self will thank you for. Okay, letter B, we had a guest and his name was Paul Henderson. He wrote the book, Slave No More, and it was a really good book. He sent me a copy, which I was really grateful for, and I encourage you to read it. A quote from that episode was, and a piece from that episode was that we are fluid, ever-changing beings, and if we hold on to the thought, this is how I am, or this is what I've always done, that keeps us from evolving into what we could be. So make sure that we are getting rid of those limiting beliefs so that we can feel empowered and reach our potential. Episode C, I don't have a quote for per se, but I really encourage you to go back and listen to this episode if you missed it or even if you did listen to it. This was an interview with Dana Davis, and she talked a lot about how changing our choices can change our life. So what choices are you making or do you need to make that will alter your life in a, in a more positive way or get you going in a different direction? 
Episode D was dream, then do. And we talked a lot in this episode about how if we're just dreaming, it's just a wish. We're not really putting it into action. It's when we finally make a plan, we take actionable steps, we aren't just busy, but we're actually moving forward. That helps us move from the dream state to the reality state, making them real, doing the things. And I talked about how my friend wants to start a business, but she's waiting until she has all the pieces, and that's going to hold you back from getting things done and achieving what you want and making the life you want to live. Procrastination is often the enemy. It's the enemy of progress, bravery, action. So we need to just get going and do the thing so that we can achieve our dreams and not just daydream. Episode E was empowering or not. And there was another guest speaker in this episode, and her name was Callahaney. She was a great conversationalist, so I recommend this interview too. And we talked a lot about her perspective on empowerment, and I posed the question, if not me, who, if not now, when? Some people will hear that statement and feel like it's empowering, and others won't. I've heard that a lot in my life, and to me it's empowering because it gets me going, it makes me want to do it and to be the one to achieve it. I remember when it wasn't as empowering, though, and it was kind of begrudging, like, okay, if no one else is going to do it, I will, but we can spin our thoughts in a lot of different ways, and seeing them through an empowering lens will give us the, hopefully, the motivation to make it happen. Okay, episode F was Follow Your Heart with Heather Markell, and she was a fun guest to talk to. She talks a lot about travel. She does that for her living. She just, she's a full-time traveler. The quote that reminds me of her is, there are many things in life that will catch your eye, but only a few will catch your heart. Pursue those. So really, let your heart lead. Let your heart take the wheel. And even if your head gets in the way, it's fun and important to follow the things that you're passionate about. Flashback to episode G. G was getting aligned with our inner self, so kind of along the lines with following our heart. What is it that's important to us, and are we living that way? What are our values? Again, quoting Dana Davis from episode C, she said, Am I in alignment with the person I want to be, with my job, with my roles as wife, mother, daughter, sister, friend, and neighbor? What needs to change? What shifts should I make, and what does it look like when I've made it there? So get curious about your life. What is it that you're doing? What is it that you're holding back on? What is it that you wish you could do? It's important to have these quote-unquote interviews with ourselves to figure out if we're in alignment with what and who we want to be and the changes that we need to make to get there. I shared the acronym EXPLORE to kind of talk about ways we can get more aligned with our inner self. E was embrace meekness. X was expect a mess. P was plan but be flexible. L was listen. O was open your eyes. R was respect your limits. And E was embrace you. 
Okay, moving on to letter H. Funny, as I was reviewing these episodes, I was like, didn't I just do that one? It's like, felt so recent. H was healing with Liz Russell. And the quote that I wanted to share from that episode was, we repeat what we don't repair. And Liz talked a lot about how her mom kind of struggled with the same health problems that she is going through. And so that prompted her to get them taken care of and to kind of know what to expect. And so it's true. The sooner we intervene, if we can, the better off we're going to be. I was identifying areas of improvement with Donna Tashton. And she has a, a fun website if you want to go check her out. But uh, a quote that I shared in that episode was, there is no better teacher than adversity. Every defeat, every heartbreak, every loss contains its own seed, its own lesson on how to improve your performance the next time. And that's by Malcolm X. And I really love that because it just encapsulates everything I want to teach you about adversity. There's just so much we can learn from it, so much we can share with others, so much we can change just by going through the hard stuff. Episode J was just take the next small step. And there was another interview here too with Stephanie Luares. And she talked about identifying the next small thing that you can do and doing it. Even the smallest actions are a step in the right direction. It's all about progress and becoming who you want to be. Episode K was keeping it together. And in this episode, I talked about five different ways that you can keep it together. Of course, well, I introduced keeping it together. Then keeping it separate. We want to keep our feelings and our actions separate, but we can understand how our feelings influence our actions. Keeping it in perspective compartmentalizing can help and also just looking at the bigger picture. Keep it up even when it's hard and keep it neutral. We want to withhold judgment as much as we can. So much easier said than done. And then the juxtaposition next to keeping it together was L, letting it go. And it's so funny because we just need different things at different times in our lives. But with letting go, I shared a snake comparison, how snakes shed their old skin and you blow it away. But in letting go, we need to not forget the crucial path of acknowledging the past and gaining closure. And it is okay to outgrow things. Another quote that I shared was, never let your head hang down. Never just sit down and grieve. Find another way. And that's by Satchel Page. So how do you let things go? How do you learn from the past, but embrace the future? M was my adversity baby, and I shared kind of my pregnancy or childbirth history. The quote that I love there is by Gretchen Rubin, and she said, I think adversity magnifies behavior. Tend to be a control freak, you'll become more controlling. Eat for comfort, you'll eat more. And on the positive, if you tend to focus on solutions and celebrate small successes, that's what you'll do in adversity. 
So let's practice that. Let's focus on solutions and celebrating those small victories, those small moments that bring us joy. Because if we practice it during the good times, then when adversity comes, it'll be that much easier and we'll be in the habit of doing that so we can more easily move past or move through the adversity. N was no means no, empowering versus enabling. And this was kind of a parenting episode. And... Dr. Laura Friedrich, a licensed psychologist who works with families, shared the following quote that I shared in that episode. From a technical perspective, enabling happens when a parent removes a naturally occurring negative consequence from a grown child's life and the child doesn't learn from the experience. So again, leave those natural consequences there so your children can learn and also provide natural consequences or Think of logical consequences, I should say, when you're disciplining. Sometimes a child will misbehave in the morning and the parent says, you don't get dessert tonight. Well, that's far removed from the situation. They won't connect the two or it will have them associate treats with behavior. And again, a natural consequence or a logical consequence would be a better approach. The episode O was Our Value with Helen Moses, and she talked a lot about confidence and just embracing who we are and how to gain that confidence. She shared the example of a toy bear on a string and how when you pulled one string, that wouldn't make it go up. It, you had to pull both strings alternately, so kind of having that confidence and pretending like you have that confidence, or not pretending, but kind of acting accordingly or it's just a back and forth working on gaining that confidence and then acting on it and being confident kind of kind of playing the part until you gain that confidence use what little you have and then build on it episode q was q a part three and i won't rehash this there's no need you could go back and listen if you want but I just wanted to put a plug in here that I'm always up for questions. I can include them in the next episode or I can I can include them in the next Q&A episode or even the next episode. I can generate a topic around the question. I'm always happy to talk. You can find me at AS4Adversity on Instagram. R was recognizing adjustments with Cameron Smith. And he is the co-founder of Kodiak Cake. So we talked about that a little bit, but we mostly talked about just how we can make those little adjustments in our lives to reach our full capacity and how we kind of get in the way of ourselves as we get older because we put limits on what we can do. We need to be more like children and just believe that anything is possible because it really is. Episode S was about shame and trauma, and that was with Danielle Bernock. It was very interesting to talk with her because she talked about unresolved trauma and, and what happens when we leave that untreated. Episode T was taking time for you. This is so important, especially with all the things that we have going on in our lives. I pose the question, what are you doing to actively create joy in your life? 
it needs to be intentional or else it'll never happen. We can't just leave it to chance that we'll take care of ourselves or that we'll have some free time because if you don't make it happen, it won't happen. Episode U was unsaid and this was the episode where I talked about how there are things that we should leave unsaid and I'm not talking about the things that we need to communicate with each other but more the negative or hurtful things that aren't empowering to others and just aren't us being our best selves. So the challenges I gave were try to go 24 hours without complaining, leave three rude unsaid things each day, and speak less but listen more. Episode V was virtual reality. I shared a quote from an image and there was a boy and a girl and the boy said, don't you feel lonely living in your own little world? And the girl said, don't you feel powerless living in other people's worlds? With empowerment, you make the rules. You take the action. It's your inner authority. We choose what we want to believe. Episode W was what if. I posed a lot of different questions and their opposites. And what if they were true? What if that was the way life was? Well, sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. Sometimes it will and sometimes it won't. Sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. Sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. Life is kind of unpredictable. We can plan for it, but in the end, we really just need to be flexible. And maybe we're not seeing it the right way at that time. Episode X was just the very last episode that you listened to. It was anxiety and empowerment. And if you missed it, I really encourage you to go back to that one because it was powerful. Twelve people submitted their responses to five questions that I asked about anxiety and how they can still feel empowered. Here we are at episode Y, so I'll give you just a sneak peek into the future. Episode Z is going to be zillions of possibilities and a season four preview. So thank you for joining me on this episode. I hope this review was helpful and that it sparked some good memories from this season. Thank you for your support as always. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. You can find me on Instagram at is4adversity or email me at genbank16 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you.